Welcome uh, to the podcast of the Aesthetic Surgery Journal. Uh, my name is Dr. Mark Jewell. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon practicing in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, I've been asked to develop this podcast with regards to in vitro evaluation of common antibiotic solutions used for breast implant soaking and breast, in, breast pocket irrigation. And this actually is a two-part uh, article series uh, that will be appearing in ASJ. Uh, we did one uh, part on planktonic bacteria and the other part uh, on biofilm. Uh, the authors here are myself, uh, Mark Jewell, uh, Sarah Hariri, PhD, Ellen Lance, PhD, Hillary Jewell, MSN-FNPC, comma, MIPH, Aaron Strickland, PhD, and Braden Lug, uh, PhD. Uh, our disclosures are in the article, and uh, I wanted to you know, get started on the discussion here with regards to uh, the importance uh, of the articles, um, some advice uh, we would uh, give to you with regards to our findings in terms of translating them into clinical practice, and also uh, look forward into what's next with regards to antimicrobial uh, solutions. Um, uh, betadine is an intriguing substance that's been around for many, many years. Uh, it has uh, both a uh, surfactant uh, and, beta and iodine, which uh, seem to uh, be used in a variety of applications. Actually, my use of betadine goes back to the early 70s when I was a surgical resident at UCLA, uh, and we used it extensively in uh, abdominal sepsis situations to wash out the abdomen. Uh, when I became a plastic surgery resident at the University of Tennessee, uh, I kept using betadine as, as an irrigant uh, for breast implant pockets, and it pretty much continued with that uh, throughout my career uh, from 1977 onward. Uh, a variety of articles have been published with regards to betadine and breast pocket irrigation uh, going back uh, to the 80s with Boyd Burkhart and then the publishing of Thomas Weiner. So uh, Bill Adams and I uh, had a uh, article in ASJ with regards to the efficacy of betadine and that one of the implant manufacturers had the restriction uh, on betadine uh, as an irrigant uh, removed from their directions for use, thus saying to surgeons, it's okay to utilize betadine. Uh, some of us uh, have had continued with regards to the use of betadine in an off-label situation uh, during the moratorium uh, from the 90s uh, onward uh, until recently. Uh, that being said, uh, I felt that it was worthwhile to investigate the efficacy of betadine because really nothing has been published 
prior to this time with regards to what is the optimal concentration, what are, what are the time frames uh, necessary to achieve a log reduction in bacteria and also biofilm, and how does betadine compare to either saline alone irrigation or triple antibiotic solution that had been the uh, sort of mainstay for many years. Uh, and I, in designing the study, uh, we went forth with some common uh, bacteria strains. Uh, these were available from the American type tissue uh, culture uh, organization. So we had Staph aureus, Staph epidermidis, Ralstonia piquetti, Pseudomonas aeruginosa, and Cutibacterium acnes, former designation was Propion bacterium acnes. So these were the, the uh, bacteria that we studied in this f with regards to both biofilm and planktonic. Uh, these uh, bacteria were uh, placed into culture medium, an overnight fresh culture uh, was obtained and we uh, utilized them uh, for the study. And the study with regards to the planktonic bacteria involved uh, a time kill assay uh, uh, approach and uh, we evaluated dilutions of betadine, and also uh, triple antibiotic and saline for uh, kill time. And a lot of this was, was done in the context of an operating room setting. In other words, uh, we believe that uh, an antimicrobial agent has to have quick uh, kill time and good efficacy versus taking hours to uh, kill uh, various bacteria because by that time the antibiotics will either be absorbed or dispersed or, or uh, perhaps uh, conjugated with proteins in the uh, pocket. So, you know, we're looking for less than 30 minutes uh, time frame uh, that would be uh, feasible within an operating room setting. And, and this is both for a situation of a fresh pocket or uh, an established pocket that may have uh, biofilm in it. And so the, the, the methodology here is pretty straightforward with regards to uh, various dilutions of povidone iodine or betadine ranging from 0.1 to 12.5% uh, because some surgeons do tend to dilute uh, the uh, betadine for fears of uh, toxicity. Uh, we uh, determined that the log reduction time uh, was very good with regards to uh, betadine for both gram-positive and gram-negative organisms uh, and that uh, probably the best guidance here is that uh, betadine, as long as it's stronger than a 5% uh, solution, 
uh, has excellent efficacy uh, for all these organisms. Uh, on the other hand, we did not find much efficacy with regards to triple antibiotic uh, in our study. So, you know, basically there was no log reduction of the colony forming units uh, for, uh, as we studied with triple antibiotic. And of course, you would expect nothing with the saline control either. So, you know, that being said, uh, the guidance here would be to use betadine either full strength uh, or uh, half strength as a pocket irrigation because it's, uh, it's very effective against both gram positive and negative. And I think our other finding here was that uh, uh, Ralstonia piquetti, which has been implicated as one of the potential uh, sources for the uh, biofilm and chronic inflammation along with uh, uh, lymphocyte uh, transformation is exquisitely sensitive to, to uh, betadine uh, and apparently uh, in other papers quite resistant to uh, antibiotics such as genomycin. So uh, that's an interesting finding that we um, found. Uh, we also looked at serum proteins and the potential that they aff uh, affect antimicrobial efficacy in terms of the bacterial time kill test. So we also utilized uh, uh, two gram positive uh, and two gram negative bacteria uh, in this. Uh, we found that the uh, best concentration for uh, betadine uh, to avoid issues with regards to uh, uh, the uh, serum, uh, serum uh, dilution would be either full strength uh, or half strength uh, betadine. So uh, out of this I think came some really good research in terms of determining efficacy of betadine against common gram-positive and negative organisms, uh, and also uh, how long does it take uh, within an operating room setting for your betadine to produce an effect. Uh, and so by doing this, I think we, we have given a better uh, understanding of uh, how betadine works, uh, the nature of the dilutant exposure time, and bioavailability of free iodine. Uh, so in conclusion, with regards to the planktonic study, our results clearly demonstrate that the short exposure times tested with undiluted povidone iodine, and that's a 1% free iodine concentration, had the most consistent bactericidal effect against both gram-positive and gram-negative organisms uh, in our in vitro study. Uh, the dilutions of povidone iodine were also shown to be effective against all planktonic bacterial organisms tested in an exposure time of five minutes. Uh, and so the results suggest that PI dilutions may still maintain strong effectiveness in primary breast surgery or implant soaking uh, conditions, period. Uh, and so I, I think that 
you know, that being said, we, our data uh, suggests that PI containing solutions may be preferred over the utilization of either saline uh, that, uh, or triple antibiotic solutions without PI for breast pocket irrigation. Uh, the only way that we found efficacy in triple antibiotic solution was to mix it 50-50 with uh, betadine. So the take-home message here is that triple antibiotic solution alone in the in vitro uh, study does not produce log reduction in bacteria as we tested. Uh, but that triple antibiotic solution plus betadine gives a good uh, response, again, probably for the effect of betadine. Uh, part two of the articles is entitled In Vitro Evaluation of Common Antimicrobial Solutions Used in Breast Pocket Irrigation Efficacy Against Biofilm-Associated Bacteria. Uh, in order to complete this research uh, study uh, and, and bench testing, uh, we felt it important to perform a series of in vitro assessments to evaluate the antimicrobial utility of triple antibiotic and povidone iodine, either alone in combination uh, against preformed biofilm associated bacteria. And so, Preformed biofilm-associated gram-positive and negative bacterial strains were exposed to triple antibiotic uh, povidone iodine and triple antibiotic plus povidone iodine for up to 30 minutes in a bacterial time kill efficacy. And out of this, uh, the efficacy of various dilutions of PI uh, and the effects of serum protein on PI efficacy were also evaluated. Uh, short story here is that we determined that triple antibiotic was ineffective at the time frames tested when utilized alone. Uh, it appeared to be uh, effective uh, when combined with povidone iodine uh, and treated for at least five minutes. Uh, we determined that at a concentration of 25% or higher, uh, povidone iodine was also effective uh, although its efficacy was negatively affected by increasing serum protein only for staph epidermidis. Uh, so, you know, the, the data that we have uh, indicates that povidone iodine-containing solutions significantly reduce biofilm-associated bacteria, suggesting the potential utility for breast pocket irrigation during revision or exchange surgery. Uh, and care should be taken to to minimize excessive dilution of povidone iodine uh, when treating biofilm. Uh, our methodology here involved the same bacteria uh, used in the planktonic study, that is Staphylococcus aureus, Staphylococcus epidermidis, Acutibacterium acne, uh, uh, Ralstonia piquetti, and Pseudomonas aeruginosa, period. Uh, the strains uh, were grown uh, and developed into uh, biofilm 
uh, which was then tested um, uh, as part of the study here, period. Uh, so what we did was, you know, again, uh, we mixed the different antimicrobial solutions with the biofilm uh, and compared this in a time kill assay. <clears throat> with regards to the serum dilution, we utilized the stock of serum dilution of, of human serum uh, to determine whether this would be of uh, interference with uh, the time kill or the need for a stronger dilution. Our findings uh, as seen on figure one in the paper uh, show that uh, visualization of biofilm associated bacterial survival uh, is uh, it happens very quickly with regards to uh, uh, both 50% and 100% betadine at 10 minutes time, uh, which is really good news. Uh, interestingly, the, the most difficult bacteria to eradicate uh, in the study was that of Staph epidermidis, which uh, required at least a 50% uh, solution of betadine or full strength betadine. We also found that triple antibiotic diluted 50-50 with uh, betadine did have efficacy against staph epidermidis. Uh, the figure two of the paper shows the biofilm associated bacterial survival for uh, both Pseudomonas uh, Ralstonia piquetii, Staph aureus, and Staph epidermidis, <clears throat> cutie bacterium. Uh, acne was also involved here, period. So with regards to the outcome, I think we have studied this very extensively, determined that higher concentrations uh, of povidone iodine are needed to ensure that the full range of log reduction in biofilm associated bacteria uh, would occur. And that, uh, you know, the, the other take home message here is that there was a reduction in povidone iodine efficacy against staph epidermis when uh, PI was diluted lower than quarter strength. Uh, so the other you know, message here is that uh, betadine appears to be effective <clears throat> with a 1% iodine concentration, and that's free iodine. Uh, we believe that the iodine quickly disassociates from the uh, complex, penetrates the, still, the cells, and re reacts to a, a variety of molecular targets, including proteins, nucleotides, fatty acids, which cause bacterial death. Uh, we certainly acknowledge that a PI <clears throat> will elicit cytotoxic effects on healthy cells, uh, but at the same time, uh, we believe that the short period of exposure uh, limits the cytotoxicity here, uh, and that the benefit of betadine for both planktonic uh, and biofilm-associated uh, organisms uh, far out 
strips any sort of potential uh, toxicity. Uh, and, you know, taken together, it suggests that the bactericidal activity through antibiotics will not manifest without uh, bacterial metabolic activity and proliferation, uh, which for biofilm requires uh, an extensive period of uh, exposure generally measured uh, in hours or days, uh, not minutes. So uh, we believe that triple antibiotic alone uh, does not have very much efficacy against biofilm uh, organisms as we studied. Uh, as far as conclusions, I think we acknowledge that there are multiple approaches for breast implant pocket irrigation designed to mitigate the presence of both planktonic uh, bacteria and biofilm within the capsule. Uh, triple antibiotic does not have much efficacy. Uh, povidone iodine and diluted uh, concentrations does have, does have efficacy when combined with triple antibiotic. And that povidone iodine alone uh, probably should be utilized uh, in either full strength uh, down to half strength uh, when, you, when performing pocket irrigation. Uh, so I think these are intriguing articles. I think they give good guidance uh, to uh, clinicians here with regards to what is eff efficacious and what is not with regards to pocket irrigation. So uh, we believe that a halogen-based uh, irrigation such as povidone iodine is, is effective, it's inexpensive, it's utilized in most hospitals, so it's universally available and that we have good evidence of effect of betadine both in full and half strength uh, dilutions uh, for pocket irrigation for breast implant surgery. So I would say thank you very much. Uh, it's been an honor to participate in this ASJ podcast. Thank you very much.